Good morning and welcome to another edition of Book Talk brought to you by The Bookshelf on 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. And we are joined by Chris. That is the list of uh, the Bookshelf ladies who are with us this morning. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Mary. Just got some other things she had to do this morning. Um, So she couldn't make it, but she, I'm sure, will be back next week. All right. And... um, and as uh, far as uh, how, how are things uh, going at the uh, the bookshelf these days for you, uh, Chris? Hi. I think they're doing quite well. We have lots of people coming in, visiting us, and <clears throat> it's always sprightly conversations, along with, you know, the books that have given us some uh, challenges to find some things. So, um, it's, so once again, uh, we're, we're happy in the community, and <clears throat> I think we're doing a good job for the community with our bookshelf ladies. They do such a... A super job. All right. And then uh, how about the, what are some of the uh, top uh, bestsellers this week? Well, we will start off with the indie bestsellers. Of course, these are um, books that have been sold in the Midwest right here that shows, you know, the kind of thing that um, good Midwest people enjoy. Um, this is what Mary usually does, but I'll take over for her. Number one is Emily St. John Mandel's The Sea of Tranquility, which is doing very well uh, all over the all over the country. The Candy House by Jennifer Egan. She's a Midwest writer, so you can see why she's it's pretty popular for her. The Book of Night is uh, Holly Black, and this is a debut for her. This is her, uh, not her absolute first, but one of the first books that she writes that's considered an adult, an adult novel. She's a YA or a young adult uh, writer. Um, this is still kind of in her bailiwick. It's got a, it's all about magic and fantasy fiction, uh, magicians. Uh, this is an, an adult title that is actually recommended for young adult readers. Um, and uh, this is kind of different. It's about uh, a world that conjures... Um, uh, it's a world filled with crime and betrayal, and um, it's kind of atmospheric for an adult fantasy debut. Um, but shadows are a valuable commodity to be manipulated, and she's a shadow thief. So this should be kind of an interesting story. Uh, what else do we have coming up right behind that is Time is a Mother by Ocean Vaughn uh, is number four. And Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus is doing still doing quite well at number five. Number six is a debut again for us. And this is Trust by um, uh, Hernan Diaz. And it's really kind of an an interesting um, it's an interesting format that this author has worked a lot of times you'll find books that are books within a book and in this one it's four books in this one book and they're all kind of just uh, describing this dude Benjamin Rath 
Um, and he is New York City's financial, one of their barons. This is set in 1929. It comes forward, so it's kind of historical. Um, but there's four different stories uh, about this man's life and looked at from four different perspectives. So really kind of an uh, interesting an interesting book. Uh, we also have a debut, When Women Were Dragons, by Kelly Barnhill. Now, Kelly is a, um, she is a young adult writer. This is, again, one that's considered an adult novel. In this case, all of a sudden, uh, not all the women in the world, but some of the women sprout wings and become dragons. And they leave a destruction in their wake. It's kind of a coming-of-age novel, if you I, I can think, call it that. I think I dated one of them. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wings and all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I couldn't resist. <laughs> well, they they, they change into, into dragons, and the world doesn't actually want to accept the fact that it ever happened. So, you know, there are a lot of people that... that can't quite um, deal with it, um, and, and this is, uh, you know, kind of uh, a comparing things that go on in, you know, in today's world, although they're using euphemisms uh, that women were dragons in this case. Uh, there's also a debut, that, and like a lot of these books this, this week are really kind of off, off, off the kilter, but they really have some interesting uh segments to it. The, the next uh, debut that we have is called Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. And this is really cute. They, if if you like books uh, kind of like Ova uh, that he did, A Man Called Ova, this is about a woman who's in her 60s and she day, she's retired. She just lost her husband and she's decided she's going to become um, a cleaning lady at a um, um, uh, at a uh, aquarium, and she becomes friends with Marcellus, who is an octopus. Now, this story uh, uh, goes from chapter to chapter, being told through the eyes of Marcellus, a giant Pacific octopus, and Toba, who is trying to cope with her grief from uh, losing her son and her husband and her job. She's just not doing so well. And um, But there are some secrets there involved, and Marcellus has the answers. And so it's going to twill around with the different characters in this book. Sounds like a lot of fun. I think I may just have to get that one in just because it sounds intriguing to me. So those are our fiction hardcovers this week. Nonfiction, Atlas of the Heart, still doing great by Renee Brown. This Will Not Pass, Trump, Biden, and the Battle for America's Future uh, is debuting at number two. This is the one by Jonathan Martin and Alexander Burns. And, of course, this has been on, you know, every talk show, and they've been quoted endlessly on the Internet. Uh, so um, that's what that book is all about. Number three is Crying in H Mart. It's a memoir by Michelle Zahner. It's doing very well. Finding Me, a memoir. We talked about this last week, week when it debuted by Viola Davis. And The Bold Boy, the Mole, the Fox, 
and the horse by Charlie Maxey. And of course, I believe that's up here because of uh, graduation. It's kind of been hanging around for the last five years, but it's, it's still going to be there. Couple debuts on the list, in addition to this one I'll pass, is Mi uh, Cucina, Recipes and Rapture from My Kitchen in Mexico. So that's pretty self-explanatory. Mick, uh, Rick Martinez has this great book. Uh, it's by Clarkson and Potter. They do wonderful cookbooks, lots of pictures, um, and easy to follow recipes. And there's another one that's coming up like a bullet, uh, The Lazy Genius Kitchen. Uh, have what you need, use what you have, and enjoy it like never before. So there you go with that idea. Um, this is basically saying it's easy. You know, don't don't make it a, a production. Um, of course, they, this author is uh, Kendra Adachi, and she did The Lazy Genius, which did very well, which, you know, uh, gave us some tips on just on general uh, clean out and living and organizing yourself. Once again, she's doing it strictly for um, the kitchen. So let's go back into here. Kitchen, kitchen screens. Here we go. The Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Uh, this is just a fun little romance um, that's uh, debuting at number one and the indie bestsellers paperback. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, still still hanging in there, doing very well. It ends with us, Colleen Hoover. Like I said, she's going to be here all summer. Delia Owens is number four with Where the Crawdads Sing. And Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishiguro. These five will just stay with us. They're just doing so well. We have some debuts again. Of course, we had 600 new books in last uh, week, so it's obvious that there's going to be a lot of new, uh, debuts this week. The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams did really well uh, in hardcover. It's now available in paperback. This is a great book for book clubs. Uh, and, of course, it's about the forming of the dictionaries. And um, this book kind of tackles the subject that there were a lot of women that had um, a big influence on producing the dictionary. Um, and um, this is what explains how that happened. Debuting at number three, The Book Woman's Daughter. This one um, is actually uh, the sequel to um, uh, The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. This is about, uh, obviously, about her daughter. And this is kind of set in um, the rugged Kentucky mountains in the hollow and um, it's about a woman who's a pack horse librarian which was very common uh, in the depression area this is kind of what, when this book is set so a great story great story let's see so we're back there that was our last debut in the fiction our nonfiction is hasn't really made a whole lot of changes. The Braiding Sweetgrass is still there with Robin Wall Kimmerer. The Body Keeps Score, Bessel Vanderkolk. Number three is All About Love, New Visions by Bell Hooks. A Swim in a Pond in the Rain by George Saunders. And Between Two Kingdoms by Saluki Jihad is number five. Um, we have one debut. 
the code breaker by Jennifer Duna and gene editing and the future of the human race. And this is uh, done by Walter Isaacson, who is an incredible writer, uh, historian, and um, brought this subject uh, forward with the code breaker. And so let's go on down here with the children's bestsellers. Right out of the bat, number one is a debut, The Marvelers, by Danielle Clayton. This is the first in a series, um, and it's doing very well. It's had lots of buzz. Uh, Marjorie Liu uh, has The Wing Bearer. That was a lot to say that three times fast for you. Uh, this is the Quill Tree Press book, and, you know, very good. She, Marjorie Liu does a great job with her fantasy. This is kind of what this is. Number three, Realm of the Blue Mist. And this is a graphic novel, the Rima Chronicles, and this is the first in this series. Um, graphic novels are really taking over. I think it's going to be a real big thing this uh, summer for the kids. I did notice that there are quite a few graphic novels on the Young Hoosier list this year. The Ogress and the Orphans is by Kelly Barnhill by Algonquin. It's still doing well on the bestseller, and we've already talked about Kelly that she is writing this new book uh, When Women Were Dragons. <laughs> so she's kind of bringing that one forward. The Aquanaut, a graphic novel by Dan Santat. Uh, once again, a lot of fun. It's an adventure novel. Dan Santat is a great um, illustrator and so he's doing his own thing actually as writing it as well with the Aquanaut. Um, let's see. So we don't have any debuts there. Uh, we have running over to the Young Hoosier list. Um, we have number one, I Kiss Cheryl Wheeler. Uh, I debut at number two is The Family of Liars by E. Lockhart. And this is actually a prequel to uh, the book We Were Liars, which is number five on the list this week. So that one is still doing well. And um, it's a, um, the story of that family and, and, you know, what preceded everything in the book We Were Liars. They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. This has been on the list for well over a year. And from the way it looks, it's going to stay that way. V.E. Schwab's Gallant is next at number four. And as we said, We Were Liars. Uh, there is one debut on the list this uh, this week, and that's Bravely by Maggie Stiefvater. And this one is, um, this was a Disney book. If you remember uh, Princess Marita in Brave, she was, she's considered one of the princesses of, you know, the, the genealogy of Disney princesses. Um, and this one, she's growing up. Uh, she's uh, 20 years old, and she's fighting um, creatures who are going to um, destroy her um, principality, and she's going to protect it. So that's what that's book. I, I have this on the desk to send to my uh, granddaughter because she loves all those Disney princess books. <clears throat> so that's kind of taking care of uh, the young adult novels will swing down to the children's illustrated look at all of these classics in the top five good night moon by margaret weiss brown 
Oh, The Places You'll Go is number two. The Book of Questions by uh, Pablo Murata. This is an older book that's coming back, I see. The Book of Questions. The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carle. And one kind of new one by Jimmy Fallon. It's Nana Loves You. And so those are the top five. Couple um, debuts, The Big Truck, Little Island by Chris Van Dusen and Lizzie in the Cloud by Terry Fan. So there's a lot of, a couple of new things. I, there's going to be a lot of new things next week on Children's Illustrated because there's so many that came that are coming out this week. The Children's Series, uh, hanging in there at number one is The Wings of Fire by Tui Sutherland. And of course those books are available in hardcover and in paperback about the dragons. This is off dragon series. And also, uh, we have about five of them that are now available in graphic editions. The Cat Kid Comic Club, number two. The Bad Guys by Aaron Blady is number three. Alice Osmond and the Heartstoppers. And the Heartstoppers has really kind of moved up. You know, on this list, it does not um, show, you know, the the switching, but this one has come up from uh, pretty low by Alice Oseman. This is a graphic a series, and it's it's really pretty popular. And Elephant and Piggy by Mo Willems is rounds out our top five. There is a new book in the series, I Survived the Attack of the Grizzlies um, in the I Survived. Now this, it's new in the series because it is now a graphic. The I Derived the Attack of the Grizzlies um, is one of their first books that they did. So this was uh, happened, and this uh, Grizzlies attacked in 1967. Okay, so that's our children's list. Um, let's see. So what are we going to do next? We're going to work on the USA Today. I'm going to take a quick drink here before we switch gears. Oh, thank you very much. And <clears throat> USA Today, uh, Emily Henry's The Book Lovers is debuting at number one, and that's the debuting at number one on our list also. Uh, and in this one, the cutthroat literary agent Nora Stevens goes on a vacation, but instead of a good time, she bumps into a brooding editor, Charlie uh, Lestrada. Now this is this is just a fun book. Uh, this is uh, if you like a, a just a nice light romance. This is it. Um, if you like to read books about people writing books, um, this is it. You know, truly a book for book lovers, and it's a romance for romance lovers. So this is exactly what's a lot of fun. Uh, I think Henry's fans, as well as readers, for smart sexy and funny romances uh, with some emotional depth to them. A little bit, you know, you get to know your characters. You're going to love this book, and you can see why it's doing so well on all the lists in this case. That's debuting at number one. Debuting at number two, James Patterson. What would it be if we didn't have a James Patterson? And this, of course, is 22 Seconds. Uh, This is the Women's um, Club. And San Francisco Police Department Sergeant Lindsay Boxer investigates a border crime. And, of course, uh, 22, this is the 22nd book in that series. 
Bill O'Reilly and Martin Degard are debuting at number three with Killing the Killers. And this one is about the secret war against terrorists. And so his series is uh, maybe not, it's kind of slowing down a little bit, um, but, you know, his books are always really interesting and, and it's good history. Mothers and Daughters of the Bible Speak, Lessons on Faith from Nine Biblical Families. This has done a fabulous job. It climbed up from number 23 to number 4 on the USA Today, and I'm sure Mother's Day had quite a lot to do with that. You know, as soon as I get this book in, it goes back out. And we did sell this for Mother's Day, and it should be coming back in this week. Revealing the Revelation, How God's Plan for the Future Can Change Your Life Now. This is debuting in number five by Amir Starfati. Um, he is an Israeli um, uh, journalist, and uh, he's a, a specialty on books about um, predictions. And so this is... Uh, They've looked at the book of Revelations in the Bible. This is a Christian study, although he is a Jewish. So uh, kind of an interesting story, and this is in paperback by Harvest House. This Will Not Pass by Jonathan Martin and Alexander Burns, and we talked about that in our list. It's debuting at number six across the country with USA Today. Finding Me by Viola Davis. And, of course, the celebrated thespian is sharing her personal story. And that was number one the last week. It's dropped down to seven, but I think uh, it's going to stay with us for a while on the top uh, ten. Um, we just had so many debuts this week. Oh, the Places You Will Go is up in the top ten. Getting close to graduation. Some of the colleges are already uh, setting those kids free. Um, Dr. Zeus's advice on life is a favorite for the graduation crowd. Colleen Hoover, It Ends With Us, is number nine. And we wind up the top 10 with Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Uh, we'll do the rest of them real quick. Uh, Verity by Colleen Hoover, once again, been here for a long time. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Cat Kid Comic Club On Purpose by Dave Pilkey. That is the only children's book we have on the list this time, except for, of course, all the places you'll go. And, you know, that's pretty much being given to not little kids. The Home Records by Mary Kay Andrews. Always a fun uh, story there. Hattie Kavanaugh's Life Changes when a Hollywood producer comes to town. So that sounds like that's going to be lots of fun. Atomic Habits by James Clear is number 15. Dream Town by David Baldacci. And of course, this is an Aloysius Archer novel. The Book of Night by Holly Black. We talked about that one before. That's debuting at 17 on the national list. What, Run, Rose, Run by Dolly Parton and James Patterson. I think this is going to do well all summer long. It's a great story. I have been reading it. And, and I, you know, I'm not a mystery writer, reader per se, but this one is really interesting. It catches my interest, and um, I'm staying with it. And I have not read the last chapter yet. Uh, number 19 is Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. And Under One Roof is by Sally Hazelwood. It's debuting in number 20. Now, this book is actually a digital book. It's not in paper format. It's a little novella that you have to go online to read. 
So that is our USA Today this time. So let's see what we've got coming out. We have not a big, uh, not a big week. 388 new books are coming out. Lots and lots of things for um, the, our small readers. And I believe that that's because school's getting out and they need to have these books into the bookstores uh, for when they hit um, for their summer reading. Bloom of the Flower Dragon. This is the Dragon Masters, the branches. This is for our emerging readers. That little chapter book for the kids that are just getting started. The time, this time tomorrow is Emma Straub. Of course, uh, we know Emma from um, her, her previous books, uh, Cat Lady and the People We Married, The Vacationers. She's got so many great ones. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? There's so many. Let's kind of skip over some that I don't think really. I don't think it, too many people want men so and men. Traditional techniques to sustainably maintain and refashion your clothes by a Bernadette Banner. Kind of fun there. Um, the Grand Master of Demonic Cultivation. This is a, a graphic novel for those kids that are really into that. Uh, My America Recipes by Kwame Ochawa. Uh, Adrienne McKinty has a new book called The Island, and um, it's just, uh, they consider this to be um, brilliantly relentless. You'll never go on vacation the same way again. This is, of course, a thriller. Uh, the Bloomsbury Girls, this looks like a lot of fun, by uh, Natalie Jenner. Uh, it's a timely, beautiful book to, uh, you know, all about ambition, friendship, bookshops, and the written word. So this is the same author who did the Jane Austen Society, and that was done by a lot of book clubs in our area, the Jane Austen Society. So here's another one by that same author. So it looks like it's going to be a great new book. It is in hardcover. Um, there's a new Pizza Cat, Not So Groovy Day. So this should be kind of interesting to see what Pizza Cat's putting up with this time. We have uh, the, a new one, not a new one, but um, by uh, Taylor uh, Jenkins Reid. Uh, Malibu Rising is going into paperback uh, this week, Malibu Rising. So for those who've been waiting for that transition, that's going to be available. And there's just tons and tons more to, to look at. Lots of stuff for the kids um, are popping up. Let's do a quick switch and see uh, how quick our computer will actually work. Nora Roberts has a new standalone novel that comes out uh, next week called Night Work. There's no such thing as a bad Nora Roberts novel. Great. Chris Pavoni also has one. Um, the Two Nights in Lisbon. Oh, he's got a big following around here. Kevin Hankus has a really beautiful children's book called Little Houses and we just love Kevin the books that he does Clive Custler's there's a new book of the Pneumophiles that comes out next week how many do we have out 483 new books um there's an uh, Anthony Horowitz has taken over the James Bond books and there's a new one coming out 
with In Mind to Kill, a James Bond novel by Anthony Horowitz. So that's out next week. Uh, Christian White has a new one called Hide. Ooh, it looks creepy. At least the cover does. Um, Lindsay Moore's got a new one, Yoshi and the Oceanable Journey Home. And so this is a beautiful picture book available. And Chris, we are out of time. If you could give us your uh, location, uh, hours, and phone number, please. Alrighty, we are on the corner of Walnut and Bowringer. You can still get to us. It's easy to get to anywhere in Batesville, and no matter where they're got street clothes. Uh, we're open from um, Tuesday through Friday, eleven to five. Saturday is iffy, especially if in the summer. We try to stay open as best we can, and call us at eight one two nine three four. Well, Chris, thank you very much for joining us this morning, and we look forward to another edition of Bookshelf, uh, Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf, at this time next Tuesday on WRBI. Book Talk. Oh.